but you got a lot of people listening. Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning. Mountain time is 7.40. Texas time or central time is 8.40. 9.40 if you're Michigan or East Coast time. Welcome to the call. It, hopefully you're here with us live. If you're not, if you go to, let's see, 712-779-7700. Put in the passcode 910022. I think I got that number correctly. I, I did it from memory this time, which is I don't like to do. Um, and you can join the call. If you're listening to this on the application called Sound, S-O-U-N-D, Cloud, C-O-O-U-D, put in T-O-90. And when you get that app up and you put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, TR90, these calls will pop up. They're now archived back more than nine years, or more than 10 years, rather. And the last year and a half, almost two years, we've actually been putting in what the topic for the call was, as well as um, who the host was and what the date was. There's lots of really great information on several of the calls. If you're looking for some recipes or tips, if you go back and look at the ones for Renee Cole, she always before the holidays, whether it was 4th of July, Memorial Day, would always give recipes and suggestions on things you could do that will make the holiday fun but still help keep us on that TR90 lifestyle. With that being said, my name is Susan Mann. I'm out of Portland, Oregon. I come to an, with an education background, but a huge interest in health and nutrition and exercise, only because I had grandparents that had heart disease and diabetes even when I was in high school, and I knew I didn't want to travel down those two particular paths. That tier 90 light style when you're first starting out, because it's not something you do once and you're over and done with it something you keep working on to improve your life going forward is one really good clean lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at least three of those meals, taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before your meal if at all possible. If that's not possible, then just take them with your meals. They'll still work. It's just they're not as quite as effective as they would be if you were able to have them in your system prior to the nutrition hitting your system. Seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. That really helps your body do a lot of what I call system resets while you're sleeping and make good decisions the following day because you're not working on a sleep-deprived body that is more prone to making um, errors and mistakes. Seven-plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those will give you micronutrients, macronutrients, and fiber. And with the fiber, guys should be getting about 45 grams of fiber. Us ladies should be getting at least 32 grams of fiber daily. What that does is it clears out the, um, helps clear out the digestive tract, keeps things moving through the way that it should, keeps you from getting constipated, just 
that little side note there. Also, the other thing that will help keep you from getting constipated is staying hydrated. You really do need to keep track of your water because um, you should be drinking at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water daily. That uh, And there's several things you can actually drink as count as your water, but water is your best bet because it's the lowest of lowest in calories and doesn't have any other side effects. Dehydration starts kicking in like and acts like it's hunger. So if you think you're hungry, one of my tricks, something I learned way back when I was doing Weight Watchers many, many, many years ago, like three decades ago, was drink a glass of water first, wait a few minutes, see if that's what it was that was happening because that's how dehydration starts out. It makes you think you're hungry. So I always drink a glass of water, wait a few minutes, see if I'm still really hungry. Think about when the last time it was that I ate. And then, you know, I jump right in and maybe I have some more water, maybe I have some water and a little bit of food. Just all depends on how my day is going and if it's time to eat or not. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise is also one of the key components to this program. That exercise really helps keep you moving right along. Uh, I like to mix it up between the aerobic and the balance, aerobic strength training, just because I like to keep a balance. And the older I get, the more I'm going, yeah, balance is a good thing. We don't want to trip over our toes, but getting outside and enjoying the great out of doors as part of your um, exercise is really good because that gives you some extra endorphins that are actually floating through the air that are good for you as well, as Dorcas has mentioned in the past. So with that being said, um, I am going to leave us wide open today so that if anybody has any thoughts, questions they have about the program, about things we've said in the past, I know we were going to talk about um, meditation today and why that is important, but since I couldn't find my book last second this morning, and I had it right where I could lay my fingers on it yesterday. I looked right at it. I couldn't find it. So I'm sure as soon as I get off the call, it'll just magically appear like it usually does. <laughs> but uh, with that being said, that meditation, something that we used to do in karate class when I was taking karate very regularly, is we would start our karate classes off with a seated meditation We'd sit down, we calm down, we take a few deep breaths with our eyes closed. We started with closed eye meditation because that helped, especially some of our younger students, to block out what was going on in their minds and also what was going on in the room, even though there wasn't supposed to be anything else going on. And just sitting and focusing on our breathing and counting to four releasing one, two, three, four, breathing in, one, two, three, four, nice, slow, paced. And then we would, after we had had our class and done our final exercises and warm down, we actually sat down and did another seated meditation before we left class, just to kind of get us ready to be going out into the world and probably picking up whatever we left outside the door when we came in so that it wasn't going to interfere with class. So that was that's something that 
you know, when you get in a habit of doing that, that is a really good habit to keep because it does, it, it's a nice way to start your day, ease into it, good way to stop and relax to get ready to go to sleep at the end of the day as well. Whenever I get stressed, I just remember to stop, do a few breaths, relax, and then figure out where I need to go to next with whatever it is that I'm working on. And I've taught this to kids when I've been in classrooms and they've started to get really wigged out and stressed, or if we've been doing PE and I wanted them to be able to be calm when their teachers pick them up because the last three years have been really stressful. So with that being said, that was my meditation tip. It's not what was in the book, but that's what something that I would recommend doing. You can start as, with as few as one minute. You can slowly build up to 20 or 30 minutes sitting and doing that. Relaxation. The relaxation meditation that Victoria will share with us tomorrow with the tips would be wonderful, too, because it's always great. It gets our weekends off to a great start. Do you have anything else you can think to add to that, Victoria? Um, I just want to say that, and I'm I'm guilty. I haven't been doing this, but when I was working, doing a self meditation, you know, or just a visualization for about twenty minutes um, in the afternoon, early afternoon, and then maybe before dinner or even um, to get yourself ready for bed to calm down. It's, it worked when I was working, and as a hygienist, it's very stressful. You know, you're working on patients. A lot of them are scared. So, you, you, you know, you have to learn how to not take all of that terrifying energy into yourself. And um, just taking that few minutes, I did the 20, before I had my, right after lunch, you know, before I started my afternoon, it just, you just feel so much better because you get rid of all the stress that you're holding in and then you start fresh. And it's it's good for your body and it's great for your mind. Yes, it's true. And surprisingly, that's one of those things that actually helps clear some of the clutter out so you can think more clearly and actually make better decisions, which, like sleep, it's a good thing. So something I highly recommend people doing, but not everybody feels called to do that. It can be part of a religious practice, does not have to be. Um, we've done, when we were in karate, when we'd be at karate camp, sometimes we would do a walking meditation where we were just walking and breathing, but we were spaced like 10 to 15 feet apart up and down a beach or um, actually sitting on a log and looking out at the ocean and doing our breathing exercises for a period of time. And I remember doing both of those at various camps, and it was just, it was so calm and relaxing that it really made my brain fresh to really receive a lot of good information and retain it well. So if you know you're going into something that's really stressful, definitely is a good tool to have in your toolbox because it really, I, found, I found that it really helped. Yeah, and um, anybody I, don't know, I don't know whether you remember the uh, meditation where you put the... Uh, 
you know, you surround yourself with the with the uh, protective shield. That that's a, a really good visualization if you're going into a situation that's stressful. You know, just put that protective shield around yourself. Imagine a balloon or whatever, and you can make it as big as you want or as tight as you want. And and that just keeps you centered, and it doesn't allow any of the extraneous happenings around you, you know, affect you. It keeps you you in control. Uh, I like using I like using that um, protective shield, which is uh, good for everybody. But I love what you do with the kids. I think kids should learn how to do meditation and and learn how to do uh you know center themselves and and get themselves calm right from the beginning i think you're terrific well and that was one of the things that when i was turned out i was teaching pe regularly and i had to figure out how to really get things you know fill in complete time if i had time at the end of the class I'd go around and I'd ask kids, okay, what did you like about today? What did you not like? And then I would have them do the breathing exercises. So if you ever get stressed out, you just say, wait a second, what, our school counselor is teaching this or taught us this. Or, you know, it was like, yeah, but you can use it at any time. And you can just pause, take a few deep breaths in, slow and regular, and release it. And then the kids would be really ready to go back to their teachers, and their teachers were very grateful that they weren't bouncing off the walls because, you know, sometimes the kids were going back to go do math, and that might not have been their favorite thing. So, well, I really, think it's great. I I just think that this is a tool that that you can use all your life, and you don't have to have a special setup. You can go sit down in a corner. And and be quiet, and and it's and like you said, it it can make or break your day. If you can get to a situation that's that's really going to throw you, you won't get thrown if you if you can calm yourself down. Well, and that was they've been doing some of the classrooms I've been in, and some of the schools have instituted it. School wide was doing mindfulness where they would ring a um like a tibetan singing bowl and there would be a monologue that would go with it for the kids to practice reading they could participate or not as the case may be and i just i liked it so well i'm going you know what this should be in every class but and in every school but not that's not the way everybody thinks but that's okay because we're all different and we all process things differently. And some people, if they're exposed to it at least a few times, maybe they, that will be something that will become part of their practice. Some of the teachers did it right after the kids came in from lunch recess so that they'd have a chance to kind of calm down and be ready to move into whatever was going to be happening the rest of the day. And it took her outside that being kind of calmed them down so that they were re- in a mindset ready to learn rather than being really, as I like to say, squirrely. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. No, I think that's great. And I think that, that you know, your subconscious mind 
kind of draws a lot of these things in so that, you know, as the child gets older or, you know, as as you grow up, if you have that skill that you just automatically, it's like on automatic mode where your body and your mind knows you're getting into a bad place, you can just automatically calm yourself down and you don't even have to think, oh, i got to do this. It just automatically happens. Yeah, and that's true because I know there's been times that I've been driving and I realize, oh, I'm starting to get tense and stressed, and then I just practice doing my breathing, and that will calm me down so that, okay, I can relax, I can do whatever. Sure helped when I was doing the photo shoot here a couple weeks ago because (laughs) I had to stand in a pose, and it was either very awkward or not very comfortable, and I'm going, she'd say, relax, and I'm going, okay. Breathe in, relax, <laughs> do all of the directions, <laughs> and it helped. Believe it or not, for something, I'm learning something new. This was a good thing. So it's like, okay, well, pulling this tool from there to to work to get this. So she was quite impressed because we ended up with a good number of photos out of it. That out of all the ones she took, we had about 19 good ones. So it's like, oh, wow. okay, that she that she thought were professional quality. So. And what are you doing I'm sure. with them? What are you doing I've with them? I'm slowly leaking them out onto my Instagram account, and then they automatically feed over to my Facebook account. And I've been trying to do it every two to three days. I've been getting a little bit sparse on there. I think it's about time to do another one because I think I did one about three days ago and trying to mix up what pictures I'm putting out there so that it doesn't look like it's always the same outfit because... There were actually four different outfits, so but the how she had me looking where she had me standing, some of them looked totally different than the others, so And is it just for your Instagram or is it for a, a magazine or an article or I think she wants me to eventually become one of the Chinese Rose Princesses. <laughs> I think that's where this is headed. I and she's got long term goals like that, but then she trained as a model. She's a professional photographer. She trains people to become models. And, you know, I think she's thinking I maybe I need that little extra boost of self-confidence and be able to just go out there and do. And that might not be a bad thing. So, oh, no. That's great. That's good. So, you know, I'm learning how to do something a little bit different. Standing in a muddy field was definitely an experience, <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. You don't know yeah. when you're looking at the photos. They, there was definitely mud at my feet because I had to wash the outfits when I was finished so that they were clean to be returned to the person that I borrowed some of them from. So it was all good. And I think uh-huh. we've actually run over time. <laughs> so if anybody's looking... If anybody's looking to build that new skin business, if you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live now, you could pick up one of our leaders showing, explaining how to build a new skin business. With that, we'll be back tomorrow for a meditation from Victoria and that will help get our weekend off to a wonderful start. And in the meantime, I'm going to hunt up my book so that I can share with you what it said in the book about the meditation, what's that is really good for and maybe into the next section after that.
With that, this is Susan Mann for June 29th, 2020, oh no, June 30th, excuse me, June 30th of 2022. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Hope you all have a great day. Take care, one and all. Thank you. Bye, Susan. Have a great day, everybody. You too.